Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Reading for the first time from uh, an old book, actually. It's called Waiting on God by Andrew Murray, and it's a 31-day adventure into the heart of God. And uh, I have read uh, several times from the works of Andrew Murray and uh, have really enjoyed him. I believe he's 19th century um, uh, writer from Africa. And this particular one is just, I mean, he zeroes in on the subject of waiting for God uh, in a way that uh, I find quite, not, not only challenging, but encouraging. And um, his, uh, his passion for a life of devotion um, toward God is, is, is infectious. So let me read the first of the 31 uh, readings from Waiting on God by Andrew Murray. It's called The God of Our Salvation. He quotes Psalm 62, 1, and let me read that first and then uh, his thoughts, and uh, perhaps uh, you'll find this uh, as inspiring uh, and encouraging as I did. Truly, my soul silently waits for God. From him comes my salvation. That's Psalm 62, 1. And he's going to explore that a little bit more. What does it mean to wait for God, this God of our salvation? Um, if salvation indeed comes from God and is entirely his work, just as creation itself was, it follows that our first and highest duty is to wait on God to complete that work as it pleases him. Waiting becomes then the only way to experience our full salvation and the only way to know the God of our salvation. Any difficulty we have in experiencing our full salvation is caused by this one thing, the defective knowledge and practice of waiting upon God. All that the church and its members need for the manifestation of the mighty power of God in the world is the return to our true place, that place where we truly belong both in creation and in redemption, the place of absolute and unceasing dependence upon God. You may wonder what elements make up this most blessed and needful waiting upon God, and why this practice is so little cultivated? As we answer those questions, may we begin to feel how infinitely desirable it is that the church, that we ourselves, should at any price learn its blessed secret. So I love, uh, even just you can just tell the flow of language and uh, the sentence structure and some of the word choices uh, from another time and place, certainly than, than mine. But I love uh, his deep passion for the Lord, um, and uh, not just for religion, not just for uh, amorphous spirituality, but for God himself, uh, and, and, and to want to place himself before God, uh, to receive from the Lord, to hear from the Lord, to, um, to, to, to see the Lord with the eyes of, of, of his heart, and to hear from the Lord with the eyes, the ears rather, of his, of his heart. So Andrew Murray goes on, the deep need for this waiting on God lies equally in the nature of humankind and in the nature of God. God as creator formed Adam to be a vessel from which 
his, God's power, and goodness would flow. Adam did not have in himself a fountain of life or strength or happiness. The ever-living one was each moment the communicator to Adam of all that Adam needed. Adam's glory and blessedness were neither independent nor dependent upon himself, but dependent on the God of infinite riches and love. Adam had the joy of receiving every moment out of the fullness of God. This was his blessedness as an unfallen creature. So in those early chapters of the book of Genesis, uh, we read about that in chapters one and two and walking in the garden together, um, Adam and Eve together with the Lord. Um, And what a beautiful uh, picture that is of fellowship with God. Uh, Murray goes on, when Adam fell away from God, he became even more dependent on him, not less. He had not the slightest hope of recovery from his state of sin or death, except in God through God's power and mercy. It is God alone who began the work of redemption. It is God alone who continues that work each moment in each individual believer. Even in the regenerate person, there's no power of goodness in oneself. The believer has and can have nothing that is not each moment received. Waiting on God is just as indispensable and must be just as continuous and unbroken as the breathing that maintains one's natural Life, And I've heard that before. Maybe you have too, that there is a certain uh, a metaphor in the whole physical breathing thing, uh, breathing and receiving from the Lord, uh, breathing out, confessing our sins. Um, and, and this breathing in and out is just this constant being refilled uh, by the Lord and uh, in his power in union with him. And, and so Murray, uh, I think, is, uh, is getting us with this image of waiting on the Lord, waiting on God uh, to see our complete and utter dependence on the Lord. <clears throat> wow. It is only because Christians do not realize their relation to God of absolute poverty and helplessness that they have no sense of their need of absolute and unceasing dependence or of the unspeakable blessedness of continually waiting on God. But once a believer begins to sense it and consent to it, then the Holy Spirit gives each moment what God each moment works. Waiting on God becomes the believer's brightest hope and joy. Finally, apprehending how God as infinite love, delights to impart his own nature to his child, how God doesn't grow weary of each moment keeping charge of his child's life and strength, the believer wonders why he or she ever thought of God as anything other than as a God to be waited on all day long. God unceasingly giving and working, his child unceasingly waiting and receiving. This is the blessed life. I love this. (laughs) 
Truly, my soul silently waits for him. From him comes my salvation. Again, he quotes Psalm 62, verse 1 there. And maybe you want to go back and read the rest of Psalm 62. It's a beautiful, beautiful ancient song. But Murray closes up his thoughts here. First, we wait on God for salvation. Then we learn that salvation merely brings us to God in order to teach us to wait on him more. And finally, we find what is better still, that waiting on God is itself the highest salvation. It is the ascribing to him the glory of being all. It is the experiencing that he is all to us. May God teach us the blessedness of waiting on him. My soul, wait only on God. That's from the 31-day reader called Waiting on God by Andrew Murray. 31-day adventure into the heart of God. You might want to pick that up uh, one day. I love being able to introduce you to new devotional readers, uh, devotional, uh, daily devotional readers uh, along the way. And uh, I'm looking forward to reading from that one again. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we do indeed come before you and wait upon you. Um, mm. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us into your presence. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for this moment to just be quiet and be in your presence together. May we, your sons and daughters, uh, this day walk with you. Pray that you, Lord, would be with us in each and everything we do. Holy Spirit, that you'll fill us anew with your presence. Keep us mindful of Jesus, we pray in his name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey. Thank you.